to Weekend Rental episode 82. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. My name is Ryan. As always, I'm joined by Andy. What's up, pro bro? <laughs> and Nate could not be here due to real world responsibilities, but he may be joining in. We don't know yet. It's either going to be a duo uh, podcast or uh, a late arrival for one of us. We'll see. Uh, as always, if you like our content, you can find other geeky uh, related content whether it be um, wrestling, beer, movies, music, uh, video games, and more over at geekade.com. What's your geek? Uh, all right. Let's kick things off. I, I, you segued that nicely with the pro bro. So we might as well start with the, with the mini topic we assigned ourselves, and that was to watch some wonderful episodes of the long-forgotten Pro Stars animated series from the 90s. Which is which is a uh, animated show where Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky are essentially superheroes, um, sort of like the Rescue Rangers model, I guess is is kind of how that show plays out. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. They it's all work for Woody Allen, an old Jewish lady, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who has a hot niece. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how, like, when they're showing, like, their special abilities to it, like, it's never, they're never more, po- they're just human beings, but they have sweet sneakers is basically what it boils down to. Like, that's their <laughs> only superpower. <laughs> sneakers make them pop into rollerblades or fly or have suction cups on their feet because that makes you a superhero. And, yeah. uh, I don't know, this show got, like, what, I think one run. Like a one season run looking at it. Um, even though it stars all three of those athletes slash superheroes, none of them voice their characters. Um, you only see them in the intro and then through some like in between Q and A sort of skits, although Jordan appears to not he have couldn't given be any bothered. Sh- yeah, no, he he was too busy selling sneakers. He couldn't show up for that. Yeah. So you got Bo Jackson who is pretty entertaining and then you got wayne gretzky they were not filmed together you could tell that they were trying to film them different days in different sets or something and but yeah. still try and make them talk back and forth it's not good it's just like two day, maybe like one day of shooting for each of them and then trying to edit conversations out of the, whatever you shot yeah and like all the kids' questions are shot on like the shoddiest like low res VHS of the day. <laughs> it's so bad. And and then like the realization too that like Wayne Gretzky is basically just pro Jared, but he plays hockey was like yeah. an eye opener. I was like, wow. Yeah. Are they cousins? I'm not sure. He's even more boring too. Yeah. And we watched I th- for for our you know to do our thorough research, we chose to watch the first three episodes. Um, and I found out that so the intro to two of the episodes is the same but one of them has an awful ripoff of queen's we will rock you uh which i found out was actually the original intro i assume before queen sued the ever living shit out of them and they slowed it down and made it even a worse intro about each of these athletes and how they play their respective sports because that's important to the show <laughs> yeah they never show them actually playing any of the sports that they play 
No. They might have the tools of the sport, but that's about yep. it. And I feel like they just went with Bo Jackson because he was like two sports. He's like, oh, we can we can not pay one more athlete because <laughs> yeah, he played baseball and football. This is before Jordan had gone on his retirement baseball stint, I believe, well before that. Yeah, yeah, that so. would have been good if they <clears throat> had like Jordan try and do something with a baseball bat and they failed at it. Yeah, the pro fails just didn't <laughs> ring the same as pro stars. Uh, so that didn't happen. <laughs> uh yeah, I I thought the same thing, like getting Bo Jackson, but I guess who do who do you get for football? I don't know, Brett right. Favre. <laughs> yeah, the only other, like, well, and they kind of mentioned it in the like one of the episodes, like who would you have as another like pro star if you know? Then like somebody said Nolan Ryan, and I was like, that was my first thing. I was like, of course, like he was like legendary back in the day. Yeah, but he was also like forty some. At yeah, that, that would have been funny, like grumpy Nolan Ryan along with the <laughs> other guys. <laughs> You thought Jordan couldn't give a shit to do an interview. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. I mean, animation wise, it's fine. It's very like of the time. It's almost like a cross between. I felt like it was like almost a cross between Inspector Gadget and the, the real go or like the Ghostbusters animated series. Like it felt hmm. kind of like right in there, like not that too serious. Heart. Yeah, for sure. When it was Deke, Deke did a lot of that stuff back then. So, yep. Which that ending every time even tonight my son was watching it and we, that oh no comes up and he's like is it Dick or Duke <laughs> like <it's... laughs> yeah as a kid we all knew we're like this yeah. is funny because it's a dirty word yeah uh... yeah I think that like intro episode was just hilarious too we were talking a little bit before the podcast but like. So every one of these episodes is set up loosely in the same way where like a kid reaches out for help. But like in the very first episode, the pilot, if you will, this kid, they get a VHS cassette tape. The pro stars do and they pop it into their VCR. They play it. Never mind how long it would have taken to record this VHS, mail it. And then for them to watch it and them to leave and go like respond to this. But it's this little kid saying how his dad was abducted at the like baseball hall of fame or like sports history museum or whatever so immediately they take off to find the kid just sitting by himself on the stairs of this museum like which you know in the real world would have played out over several weeks yeah this this whole time he thought his father abandoned (laughs) right his mom clearly gives no shits she's just leaving him at the museum yeah uh and then like they always have to have for whatever reason and it makes no sense other than cartoons, but like every episode has to have like a stupid supervillain and like some absurd name. And like the first episode is the best because it's like Jordan just walks in. He's like, I know what's going on here. He's like, Count Von Klapjaflarpfen. I knew it was you. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No one's ever heard of this person. Yeah. Uh, first episode. And they don't even explain any of like. The- no. The, the gym or anything like how they got there or there's no origin story at all of nope. why these three guys are <laughs> hanging around and it's yeah it's it's probably something you didn't question as a kid but now looking back at it like this is really weird yeah it's clearly just a licensing deal that some very major athletes did and they thought they felt good about it because clearly it was like at making kids learn lessons like it's all if about helping kids. Right. Like if your dad's <laughs> abducted by robots from a psycho ginger guy, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 
Sea creatures pulled your entire island underwater and hid them. They can breathe. Who cares? It's fine. <laughs> uh. Not to mention, like, the borderline, like, racist tone that that entire oh, second man. episode had with those. Yeah. That was, I don't think that flies in 2020. Yeah, the, the Jewish stereotype was one thing right away. And then the, yeah. that second episode <laughs> jumps into a whole other realm there. Yeah, that doesn't work nowadays. No. That's for sure. And then I love like the uh like Captain Planet part where they're all diving into the sea because this uh this Aboriginal kid's like entire island has been abducted by like robotic sea creatures. So they go underwater and find a sunken pirate ship and Wayne Gretzky realizes that there's a camera underwater because that would happen back in like nineteen ninety two. And he's like, Ah, don't worry about it, I got this do hickamer smoke thing and he throws it a puck and they're like and Bo's like, ho, 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 what about that? It's going to pollute everything. Wayne, he's like, don't worry about it. It's a retractable smoke thingamajig. <laughs> like, oh, well, it's fine then, because we care about the environment. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, I kind of love Gretzky, too, because he's kind of like the Aquaman. He's like, I just, I can help as long as I can skate or do something. Yeah. <laughs> like, as long as I can skate around, I can help. <laughs> and then we haven't even talked about how, like, Bo, this isn't the height of, like, the Bo Knows Nike campaign. So like literally three times in episodes, Bo knows hot dogs, Bo knows <laughs> marine aquatics. Like he just, it's so stupid. I don't know if they got paid every time he said it. Yeah. I wonder if he owns that like saying or something. Maybe Man, somebody yeah. got paid every time it was said for sure yeah. with the rate that they used it. And then Jordan, it, even Jordan's like character in the whole show is like so underplayed outside of just like the, the segments. There's like, yeah, there's nothing special about him in the show. He's just like a normal straight dude. And it's yeah. just like, what? I don't know. In the first episode, he basically like screws the entire thing up. And like, is the boob at the end. He like has no way out. Yeah. By the time, by the time we got to the third episode that we had intended to watch, I had lost like virtually all interest in this. And I was like struggling <laughs> to make it further. Because the third episode is the best because there is an evil, whatever that guy's crazy name is, his whole plot is to replace athletes with robots because then he makes all the money. And then I loved Wayne's joke of like, what, what? First, they're going to replace all the athletes with robots. What next? Librarians? I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. What are we doing here? And that's about when I was like, nope, I'm, I'm going back to my life. I can't finish this. We, we kind of have replaced librarians with robots, yeah. right? And yes. esports is kind of robots. I mean, in 2020, sports robot leagues would be pretty yeah. welcome, I think. I mean, we've got Blaze Ball, but speaking of which, I'm rich on that because I hadn't logged in in a couple seasons. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm sitting like $5,000 yeah. on that. Yeah. Wow. Just yeah. do it. Just if you don't plan on playing too much, just just do it on one game can you just like i would have to like, up my abilities for what i can bet but i bet i can get that pretty high with the amount of money i have so yeah yeah so i don't know was pro stars the nostalgia trip or was it uh more of a god i wish we hadn't done this sort of thing no i th i thought it was interesting at least i don't that know exists. if it yeah i don't think it was anything good there was some like entertaining things like some really bad lines like i remember in the first one 
Wayne Gretzky's like, what's up there? Or what's that? Well, that's where we they keep the world's largest basketball. Was one of yeah. The <laughs> like, and then it falls down the stairs yeah. as basketballs that are that large do. Yeah. It's just some some really dumb things in that show. Yeah. But yeah. The the mom is probably the star of the show. For sure. But yeah. I I mean this could only exist back then. I mean, Pro Stars is definitely a product of its time. And it's as yeah. cringy and nineties focused as you would expect. It has not aged well, nor should you expect it to have aged well. Yeah, I think we've gotten to the point a little bit better that maybe athletes aren't the role models people expected them to be all the time. Although these are pretty outside of Jordan's gambling. Didn't Bell have some controversies? Or did he? Crazy? I don't know. Like he, he just like sits in his garage and makes like fishing tackle now or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Is he still alive? But yeah, he must be. Yeah, there's a documentary on ESPN about him. Yeah, he's just kind of hangs out and does his own thing now. As you do without much money. Yeah. The The only real person in there was uh, Marv Albert. He was in the first episode, the sportscaster. That was before he was starting biting ladies. Oh, wow. He bit ladies, huh? Oh, yeah. He got into a lot of trouble like a few years after this biting ladies and then he's kicked off the airs but i think he's back now i don't know you can bite ladies and come back from that yeah that's, yeah that's the world we live in yeah well he did a lot of worse stuff than <laughs> the biting was just the start <laughs> all right yeah uh, yeah so pro stars i guess from our retro review or retro retrospective is uh just maybe watch a couple yeah it's, if you it's 90s as hell like the all the graphics and shit on there. Yeah, it's pretty bad. The, yeah, and the kids. Wow. Yeah, one hold up. <laughs> like how you segued to the kids. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like bad YouTube status, like videos now. Like those in between segments. They're pretty yep. cringe. Yep. Ugh. And damn it, Jordan. When you sign on for a deal, you should maybe do a couple videos. Do, do you think saying. it? Even it knows this exists. Like, yeah, that's a good question. With everything he had going on at the time, he clearly didn't care. It was probably like a publicist or somebody who was like, yeah. "Yeah, you know, you're in that." Oh, okay, sure. Like, if you came to, if you got him to autograph a DVD of this, would you are even there know? DVDs of this, or is there a VHS <laughs> of this? That's what I'm know. wondering. There's definitely not a DVD. I bet there's probably yeah. a VHS somewhere that exists. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. It's it's just a bummer that they didn't show up in the the cartoon <clears throat> rescue, whatever rescue. you call it. Oh, back in the day when they had all the cartoon characters come together for "Hey, don't do drugs." Oh, you remember that? I don't. It was like Garfield and the Ninja Turtles and Bugs Bunny. Why all Garfield? In one show. Why Garfield? Yeah. Well. I guess we could bring it back to 2020. There's some news that happened today, this afternoon, that we should talk about, and that we finally got prices on one of the next-gen consoles. So we know now officially, I think thanks to some leaks and Microsoft having to play their hand, that November 10th, the Xbox Series X will drop for 
and then they're much more neutered as far as like computing power console the xbox series s will drop same day 299 it has four teraflops of processing power instead of the 12 that the xbox series x has it does not have an optical drive and it only has 512 gigs of ssd storage but those are some pretty good price points an entry i mean there's a huge gap in what you're getting but those are some good price points for next gen console i think for the holiday season i mean if you're guaranteed to be all the way through the next next gen at $300 it's not bad yeah i mean you're obviously going to be playing the ugly yeah like 720p version 20 frames per second of whatever's out on <laughs> the other stuff but yeah it's i think combined that you know you combine that with their xbox game pass platform which we just heard today also in other news that EA Play is rolled into that. So there's an additional set of games that come with that now. You know, it's not it's not a bad way to get into next gen. And like anything that we're talking a little bit is like I don't plan on buying the Series X because I've got the PC and Game Pass, but for three hundred dollars, if I wanted to put these games and play them on Game Pass in a different game in a different room in my house and just like continue playing a game that I started on my PC, like 299 is not a you know that's that's like a second console type price right like that that almost hits the the sweet price of the switch like yeah i'm gonna choose a main machine but then i'm also gonna have like this other thing like if pc is my main thing series s doesn't seem so bad is my is my backup right right it kind of makes it's it's kind of weird because it kind of becomes that right like that's like for me, it was like, oh, do you get Xbox or PlayStation? Well, now it's like for the big ones, you get the PlayStation because it's right. going to have the better exclusives anyway, you right. know, usually. Um, and yeah, then you can just get this for a little bit cheaper and have both. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, I, I really think this is going to put the pressure on PlayStation. Uh, you know, obviously, we, there's no disparity in hardware performance other than the optical drive between the two models we've seen from the PlayStation five, but if they think they're going to come in at a price point that's higher than 500. And then if they aren't going to put at least $150 price gap in between no optical and optical, I think they're going to look pretty bad. I mean, 350, I think is probably the max you can ask for <laughs> the disc, the disc version at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're going to, I think they're going to do more than that for the disc list. I think they'd be nuts. It's 50 bucks less, I bet. They have they have nothing though. They have nothing. No games, no reason, no no ecosystem, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. You can you can justify it more with the Xbox I feel cuz you've always got Game Pass and this whole <coughs> library, but what do you have with PlayStation? You're still buying everything ad hoc. Yeah, they got PlayStation now, but realistically, that's not Yeah. set the world on fire. I wonder what they do with PlayStation Plus after this, because like Xbox kind of just like, ah, oh, you don't need to pay online anymore. It's just part of Game Ultimate. Pass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. It's it's interesting though. I think we'll probably hear if we don't hear something from Sony yet this week on pricing, I'd be surprised if we go through all of next week now that it's been announced. I just don't feel like they can sit and let place or Xbox have like 
pre-orders coming and like a set price oh, without, yeah. without getting into that ring, you know? Yeah. When does there's September 25th? I think they start right. Pre-orders. Yeah. Soon. Yep. Two so, weeks. Yeah. Sony's got to get that their price out there before that. I would imagine. Yeah. You would think so if they, I mean, and they got to get it at the right price if they want to yeah. get those dollars. So. And I'd yeah, be I allowing pre-orders the same day, if not sooner, you know? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Microsoft has kind of come in and like shook the model up a little bit with this. You know, I, I'm curious to see how they can feasibly support such a huge hardware gap in a quote unquote, you know, gen, like same gen system. Um, but I mean, I guess if they can, they can, but it's. It's a lot, right? I mean, it's basically just a discless Xbox One Series X or Xbox One X. Sorry. Yeah. Again, the naming convention is stupid. It's <laughs> Microsoft. So. <clears throat> Which also that kind of makes sense is why they canceled production on the, the X. You know, this is I mean, they're probably using a lot of the same architecture to go into the Series S. Oh, yeah. And what's the point? Like once this comes out. Right. Why have the X on the on the shelf anymore? You know, when this yep. is out, because it's like it'll still play the old games, probably. So just yeah, and it's the same price. So yeah, yeah. You just gotta wonder, like, if they get like a third party who like really pushes the hardware, like, what's that gonna look like in the S? I don't know. Yeah. We'll see, time will tell. I guess. Well, and then does it does it drag it down too? Because by forcing all your third parties to account right. for that too you know well and that's the other thing too is like the s when you really think about it like if you're if you're looking at it from like a pc thing like what is that like maybe a moderate pc because like we got the new graphic well that's other news the new graphics cards coming now but it's not even like it wouldn't be premium pc experience it would be like well yeah you're good for a couple of years maybe you know yeah. so you gotta wonder because because there's gonna be such a leap in in technology like Sure, this might be fine in the interim, like you said, but what are we going to be looking at in 2022? Is it going to be, is it even going to be feasible? But I hear people talk about that, like with the PlayStation and the PlayStation Pro, and like certain games, like I can't believe it even runs on the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I guess I've never really had an issue, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if it comes down to like, if it just works on 4K or not. Like, I think right. that that's a lot easier to be like, okay, whatever. 1080p is fine. You know, if you don't have a 4k, right. That's not that big a deal. But once it gets into processing 8K, power of 60. A, like, yeah, AI and all that shit, then it changes the game a lot, you know? Right. Yeah, that's very true. <clears throat> and you wouldn't think other publishers outside of first party would really want to play that game of like a stripped down to beat hell version plus the premium version. Like, that's not a good look for your studio you know what i mean yeah so yeah it's interesting i think it will be a home run for the holiday season though like i really do i think a lot of people will i mean mom and dad can buy a 300 hundred dollar machine or grandma and grandpa or their kid that's the next gen hottest thing that's kind of unprecedented as far as you know the last three generations outside of nintendo nintendo has always had like the cheaper price point but yeah it's cool yeah. I just need some games for it now. That'd be good. 
Yeah, maybe eventually. Don't worry, it's backwards compatible. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's a bummer. Like that would have been the home run is if you allowed your Xbox One X people to just buy like a upgrade kit. Just turn their system into a next gen system. It's like a USB drive out of like a small like Master Chief helmet that you just like yeah. flip out and stick in your X. <laughs> yep. Sweet. <clears throat> yeah, you almost gotta kinda wonder why they didn't. I mean, really the X is like the premium version of the S then. Because it has a disk drive. But, yeah. I mean, obviously, there we're we're being oversimplifying on it. We 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 are aware there's a difference, probably architecturally, but still, because I'm I'm not wrong, right? Like the X was four teraflops, right? Was it not? Like that was the s- standard processing power. Like I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like they, I heard. Let me Google teraflops. I thought the X was slightly more powerful than this thing, or equal. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's pretty much the same thing. Xbox One X teraflops. Six teraflops. Okay. This is worse than the this is worse. Yep. Damn you. Mm, I don't understand this. I don't know. Has that ever happened? Upgrading to the new generation but getting a worse console? I mean, the Wii U happened, so yeah. <laughs> that was still HD. I loved the Wii U. I don't mean to shit on it. Yeah. It's my favorite failed console. Well, oh, that's not true. Jaguar. Jaguar's my favorite failed console. That's, everybody knows that. Yeah. Well, speaking of Nintendo, we kind of got to get into this, right? The Oof. 35th Super Mario Brothers anniversary. Rumors all year long. Presumably this was happening at E3 and getting announced. and. Things weren't super delayed, but it's the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. It's a whole bunch of shit coming from Nintendo that's Mario Brothers related. Most of it you can't buy for more than five months, because that makes sense. Thanks, Nintendo. They cared more about the year of Luigi than they did the yeah. 35th anniversary of this. This is like celebrating with your fans, but just laying them out with a big donkey punch. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so let's go. Let's go through the the list. They uh, they threw Super Mario Brothers All Stars at us on the online service for Super Nintendo. So like, you know, let's all clap and applaud. Like this isn't the hundredth time we've gotten that. Thank you. Um, they announced a Mario Thirty Five, which is a battle royale Mario Brothers, where things do stuff. But that's only available in October through March. That looks interesting, though. Like, yeah. but. Maybe for a night, and then after oh, that, I would right. be done. And why limited? Why? Why? Why can you only celebrate from now till March? Is is it not special <laughs> afterwards? Like I don't understand. That's not even a year. It's. I found yeah. I found out they shut down a fan project like a year ago that was essentially this, and oh, they really? stole this and put this out as Mario Thirty Five. So well, they did that with the Metroid thing, and yeah, they've and been the doing that 64, for a while. Yeah. And then we got the Game & Watch, uh, which they, right off the bat, and, uh, right off the bat, limited, limited quantities, limited. If you want it, fuck you. Scalpers are going to have it all because they're limited. We know you love Mario, but you're all assholes. We're not going to give you what you want. Can't possibly have open pre-orders to give as many to people as they deserve. Uh, we've, we've got enough of your money, so we're going to make it limited. Go suck a dick is basically what Nintendo said. And they're giving you the original Game & Watch uh, with a color screen. 
that has Super Mario Brothers and the Lost Levels on it and also functions as a watch. And it's going to be $50. And good luck getting one uh, because Nintendo hates you and they don't want you to celebrate with them. Mario's 35th. What a uh, weird thing anyway. Like, celebrate the Game & Watch by playing a game that was never on the Game & Watch. Well, and throw the All-Stars ROM on there. Like, you already yeah. gave it to us for free. Let us let us play the better versions. Nobody wants yep. that. Such or a just, stupid. Just remake the Game & Watch. Didn't they make, like, four Game Boy games yes. of Game & Watch? Like, you're put right, those with on there, Mario. Too. Yes, and don't, they could have, you're right, they could have celebrated with a line. Like all the ones that there were several that are Mario. You're right. This is stupid. And the dumb thing is, is I'm going to do everything I can to get two of them. Cause I'm not going to open one. Cause they're limited. <laughs> Thanks Nintendo. <laughs> then I'm going to fuck around with the other one and be pissed that I spent a hundred dollars on them. Yeah. And then do you uh, think those will be even in the stores? No, like, that doesn't no, seem like a thing that would no retailers would be like, well, you're selling what now? <laughs> yeah, this is if it, I mean, I, I think they intend to send it to stores, but I think this is going to be like, first four waves of amiibo fuckery i think good luck or nes classic good luck you're not getting this yeah if you don't hit the pre-order as soon as that thing becomes available you're screwed probably so take days off work kill your firstborn whatever you gotta do to make this happen i guess if you if you really need it i really want it i don't want to deal with the bullshit i as someone who went through the amiibo bullshit and the classic console bullshit I'm sick of this. Nintendo understands the demand. They know how to gauge it. They can make enough of them. Just what are you doing? It's upsetting that they're stating it up front now, what they're doing. Like, yes, like at least with the consoles and the Mebo and stuff like it, you don't know. You don't right. know if it's just like really high demand or if there's a weird supply issue or whatever. It's no, it's just like, no, this is their strategy all along. We're just right. saying it right to your face. Now. It's like showing your kid his birthday cake and then smashing it on the ground in front of him because you're a dick. That's <laughs> it's what it is. And then so keeping with that theme, they announced the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which is Mario 64, which, as you all know, my, in my opinion, sucks. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine, which, as you may not know, but in my opinion, sucks uh and then it comes with mario galaxy one but not the better mario galaxy two because it couldn't just give us two decent games they had to give us two pieces of shit <laughs> and uh, a game that we've all played not that long ago it looks great running on the wii u as since we're talking about it with the up res um and it looks like they did very little to nothing to update these visually other than some 16 by 9 modes which andy pointed out prior to the podcast they didn't even give 16 by 9 to Mario 64, is that correct? Yeah, Mario 64 looks like it might have a slightly higher resolution, but other than that, it's just pretty much a ROM. So all you're doing is drawing in like what a polygonal fucking nightmare that thing is in 2020 instead yeah. of like trying to smooth out the textures. So that's, don't get me wrong, I ordered two, because uh, limited, uh, you can only buy this march through or september through uh march of next year even only digitally it's not bad enough that they'll only print them <laughs> physically for five months uh they want you to understand that you can no longer buy in the eShop after that date either so big uh big old fist up the anus there from nintendo that's great uh i don't know i question i question their logic on this again you know we talked a little bit about the mario all-stars repackaging for the wii and what what a sad uh celebration of mario that was and this is almost as bad. I mean, they're not, it didn't seem like they're doing special bundles. It didn't seem like they're going to do 
creator and developer interviews or cool backstories. It's just a rehashing of I, I sunshine, whatever we've all bought, whether you like it or not. And I hate it. 64, Mario 64. We've all bought and played on everything. Myself included. I can't stand it. I've done it. <clears throat> I don't know why it can't be more than just the games, right? It. I mean, Mario 64. I, I like that game. It was mind-blowing seeing that game when it first came out. Sure. And they've done nothing with it. Like, they've done how many, like, remakes and a whole bunch of shit with Zelda. And Mario 64, one of their most important games, they've done nothing yeah. with except the DS thing. But... And that's just what I was going to bring up, is, like, they did tweak it and make it better for the DS, but this isn't even that version. This yeah. is the lesser version. This is the original. Yeah. Like, they could have done something. Just a little bit. That's all they had to do. Yeah. And and I'm glad people will get to experience Sunshine. Because, let's be honest, the GameCube didn't set the world on fire. That game has never been ported anywhere. But I'm also sad that people are going to get to experience Sunshine. Because that is not... I question if that's a Mario game. And then, I question, outside of the fact that it's a Mario game, is it even good? If it was any other character, mm. would this have gotten better than like a five out of ten on an EGM rating scale? I yeah, I, I it would have got it wouldn't have been as highly regarded, I'm sure, because it's you know if it's Mario, yeah. But even that, like that game is half the time the camera is like switched around through a wall and all you see is Mario's like silhouette. And you're like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. There's so many times that you die. Cause you don't even, can't even freaking see. Yeah. And I guarantee they didn't fix any of that. No. Yeah. Like that's all they needed to do is to make it a little bit better, a little bit more playable. I mean, yeah, it's still uh, the water movement. It's always going to okay. be that. But... Okay. The water textures sure for the time are cool, but, I still stand by the Delphines are abominations uh, and that God should smite them all. I just, I honestly don't know. I think, I think if this had been any other mascot and not a Nintendo product, I think we'd be looking at this in the same regard as like a tack or a voodoo Vince. I, I honestly believe that. I think yeah. it's that forgettable and uninteresting. I, I think you're right in some regards. Like the Mario Mario levels are fun, but also suck. Because of the, jet the spatial awareness and yes. all that stuff, but the but the ones where you have to chase somebody or clean up messes or you know stuff like that—that's just boring as shit. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get on to Galaxy, which is great. Galaxy's great. I I, I love that it's coming to a console where it's not going to necessarily force me to use motion controls. I guarantee you, they kept them intact with the Joy Cons, but I'm sure we'll be able to turn them off. You'd hope so. It's just disappointing that when you look at All-Stars, All-Stars includes four games. So why wasn't Galaxy 2 included? Like Galaxy 2 improves on everything that Galaxy 1 did. It's like the highest highest rated Mario game. Yeah, it it totally deserves to be in this this collection. And that's, that's ridiculous because if you've already made the emulation software to bring the one over, there's no reason that two wouldn't just copy paste right i don't know so you know after the original super mario all-stars came out 
they made a cartridge with Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario, World. Super Mario World. So after this limited run Conspiracy. of these games, <laughs> there's going to be a Super Mario All-Stars Son. plus Galaxy 2. Damn it, Andy. Why didn't I think of this? This makes so much fucking sense. You're right. Damn that it. One, that one will not be limited. It better not be or I'm going to punch Miyamoto in the <laughs> gonads. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, it's that's that's the biggest disappointment I have in all that. I bought, I, like I said, I pre-ordered two copies. I'm probably just going to keep one sealed. My son, my son's very excited. He he likes Sunshine. He he likes Sunshine for the fact that it's a different experience. He does not necessarily like the game, and he hands it to me a lot to like get through some of the dumb things that happen because of controls. But maybe, maybe that's fixed here. Um, mm. So then, moving on from that, we. <laughs> This is the most questionable thing to me is like, we're getting a new Mario Kart game, but we're not. It's, I don't know. It's, I, I I'm going to, I'm not even going to look up the name because I give zero shits about this. It's like Mario Kart living room tour or something stupid. I don't know if that's the right name. Live basically, tour, yeah. yeah, there you go. So you get like a, you get an RC car, which Nintendo already makes and sells through other manufacturers. This one has a camera on it and then it links up to your switch. So your switch is basically like a drone screen of sorts. Uh, and you can race around your living room, but here's my biggest problem with this. It uses AR, so augmented reality. And you're basically, you can race Mario and Luigi, and I assume there will be other kart characters in this quote unquote, like a real Mario kart, but you're playing it on your switch. So if I'm the dumb kid with the switch, right. And this thing's driving around my living room. I can't enjoy that anyway. Right. You're, you're removing the entire real world part that I am supposed to be enjoying. And I'm just staring at my Switch playing Mario Kart. So if we're doing that, why didn't you just make Mario Kart 9? Why? Do you think mom (laughs) and dad want to see that dumb cart flipping around the living room? Your dog, your cat's going to go nuts, knock the thing over. It's going to run out of batteries. The kid's going to cry. What are we doing? Yeah. It's a tech demo. There's toys all over the track now. Can't play. (laughs) I mean, and like the AR parts they showed off were neat, right? Like it was cool, but no, no, I'm not doing that. That would be cool outside, like with a like one of those like four wheel drive, like gas power, like fuel. Ga- yeah, yeah. The, the big the big Traxxas RCs. That that's cool. But in your house, I yeah. When your know. options are like linoleum and you have like five minutes of drive time, because I guarantee yeah. you the battery on this sucks. And it's probably all double A's. So it's probably ten of them. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing, Nintendo? Well. And, the Labo division had to think of something else. And that, yes. The, and this is an extension of Labo. It's neat. I don't mean to poop. I don't. So I don't mean to shit on any of this. I'm just extremely frustrated and disappointed as a long time Nintendo fan. All of these things, even the things I'm crapping on are fantastic. I'll admit that even Mario 64. Don't tell anyone I said that, <laughs> but this one, I don't get, I, I don't get the Mario Kart. And then the last one, which I don't think I'm missing any news in between there. There's, there's probably some other stuff, but the big one for me um, I've been a huge proponent uh, and supporter of Super Mario 3D World. I think it is, outside of Super Mario Brothers 3, the greatest Super Mario Brothers game. I stand by that. It is, it is three elevated to 3D gaming standards, and it is coming to the Switch. Finally, it's the last major game, really, uh, to get ported. It's fantastic. I'm glad everyone's going to get to play it. Plus, it's coming with like Bowser's, like, some expansion, what, huh? Yeah, 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 more levels, right? So that's great. It's also coming with two cat amiibo. 
which I'm pissed about because they're so damn cute. I'm going to have to pre-order them. Uh, and I don't want to buy more Amiibo, but I love that game and I want those Amiibo. They're cats. I need them. Yeah. So that that's going to be good, right? And that's going to have online multiplayer too, not just couch co-op. So that's a big win as far as I'm concerned. Yep. I, yeah, we, I think there's <laughs> what's left on Wii U to even port over. They did pick right. three now. And yeah, Amiibo that was kind of <laughs> like, just pack it in. Just... Just buy all these ports, put the Wii U away. Yep. <coughs> yeah. Do, I, I, do we miss anything in there? No, I don't think so. They did uh, announce a new Zelda Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Which I thought at first was an expansion. And I was like, because I watched the trailer, right? And I'm like, well, it's weird they're doing an expansion of this like two and a half years later. I didn't realize until later that it's a brand new game. So Yeah. Set in Breath of the Wild, so. Yeah, 100 years before the Breath of the Wild saga, if you will. So. Yeah. Which, have you played Hyrule Warriors? I have not. So it's really good. I mean, it's it's Dynasty Warriors, obviously, but yeah. I don't know. If, if if you like Dynasty Warriors in passing and you're also a huge fan of Zelda, I think it's, you gotta do it. You know, it's good. I just hope it's like hundreds of guys come at you and you just, you swing at them like five times and your uh, weapon yep. breaks. And then you're just... <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be brutal, right? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they don't keep that mechanic. It's uh, It should be good, though. I mean, I think just giving someone, giving people Zelda anything yet this year is kind of... Because it's what, is it the 20th of November that comes out? Like right before Black Friday? Yeah, yeah. So that'll sell. I mean, it's not, it's not the same mass market appeal, but it'll be a good holiday filler along with, you know, your Pikmin and these Mario ports so. yeah well that's the thing with the mario thing there's no way that they can keep it they'll say it's limited because it's you can only buy it in the time frame but i don't think it's going to be super scarce because like that's their that's their fourth quarter game that's all they've, they got they've done it before though man think of the original run of the all-stars on wii u that was like hyper limited yeah they had to re-release it as a player's choice later yeah but they had other stuff that year i'm sure yeah yeah probably this year they don't have shit (laughs) no they really don't sad they're gonna get their ass kicked this uh especially with uh the other thing that's competing with the switch level at 299 right yeah that series s (laughs) i love how they announced that so like gamestop had their financials and they're like oh we're (laughs) everything sucks we're losing money hand over fist and then the xbox is like hey our biggest product here is digital. <laughs> right. so, the same the day. Coffin. It's like, yeah, GameStop stock is not not too pretty right now. No, that's going to be... I don't know how they're hanging in there. I've been watching the ongoing Camelot 331 saga, too, and he just keeps leaking more of their phone calls. It's just <laughs> like, man, how's this company working? Like, how, how, does, how do they survive? I don't get it. Yeah. They'll make it through this launch, and then after... The- after that settled down, it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's been on the wall forever, right? <clears throat> so outside of games, and we might've talked a little, talked a little bit about it on the last podcast, or maybe after the podcast, but that Bill and Ted movie, Bill and Ted three came out. Yeah. Did you watch that? I have not seen it. Okay. So I was not going to watch it and I've been so frustrated with like available new movies to watch. That it was like that Friday that it came out and I'm like looking on Redbox because I got the app 
you know, at home. So you can just download them and stream them there. I'm looking Hulu. I'm looking Netflix and there's just nothing. I'm like, screw it. 20 bucks. Bill and Ted, we're going to watch it. That is good. That is a good movie. You're, 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 you were kind of on point. I, I know we talked a little bit about how you were concerned about how, how does like John Wick become Bill and Ted again? And I will say Keanu, he's got the same length hair maybe doesn't resonate as much as like an airhead as he probably should have. <laughs> and there were many times where I'm like, is that, is that John wick in this movie? Cause like he doesn't quite <laughs> ham it up enough. And it's just, it's not as convincing as maybe like, you know, previous roles would have been, um, but it's good. I mean, it's, it's, it's goofy. They don't tread anything like new ground really. Um, and then, you know, their daughters kind of play a role in that. And it's just dumb. They go through different times. They see like 15 versions of themselves, which is always hilarious. And I mean, this is destined to like hit the same level of like cult status that the other two films have. Uh, and I think that's really cool. So I, I can't tell people to go out and spend 20 bucks and watch it now. But, you know, maybe when you if you have a passing interest, wait till it's on something that's streaming or five bucks from a red box to stream or something. Yeah. I bet they, this is actually probably a pretty good opportunity for a movie like this. Yeah. Cause what else you are know? you competing against? Right. Yeah. Mulan at 30, you know, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't just come out, didn't it? Yeah. 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 It was good. I, I liked it. It was funny. It was like Ryder was in the room as I'm watching it. My wife and I were watching it. I think my daughter had to sleep over that night. And Ryder's playing his switch and he just kept calling it. He's like, what, why do they keep saying dudes? Like this is the dude movie. Cause you know, they say dude, like every other word. Yeah. And it was just hilarious. So he's convinced like, it's just the dude movie. That's what he calls it now, <laughs> which is fitting. So yeah, I give it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. Speaking of Mulan, did you watch that? No, I hate those live out live action adaptations of Disney films. Yeah, that one looks okay, though, because it doesn't seem like it's a straight one-to-one. Like, sure. they don't even have the Eddie Murphy dude in it, I don't think, but... Yeah, Eddie Murphy probably wanted to be in it, and they're like, no, you're too <laughs> shitty these days for us to pay you for this. <clears throat> I had Dolomite was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. Doesn't seem like. Oh well, I wonder how many people have actually paid that amount to see that. Yeah, that's what I wonder. Like, I know there's a big push because, like, a lot of theaters, obviously not in certain areas, had opened up nationally about the time, so they're really touting this as like a back to the movie theater experience. But yeah. I mean, from Twitter, like, I shared like how I thought it was a decent movie on there, and like a lot of people kind of like jumped on that and said they watched it too. So huh. I think more than I would have expected. Um, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you won't see like strong numbers on this until it hits like the home market maybe. And yeah, I don't know how I'll do people buy Blu-rays anymore. Probably not. So there's that too. Yeah. I'm old. I, I do need to go back and rewatch Bogus Journey. I know we had both talked about how that wasn't the one that like either of us like latched onto, but like, I yeah. really, other than like the bits and pieces with death, like I don't remember. And that, that plays a pretty big part in the third one. Oh, like, I don't, really? I don't remember a lot of that movie, so I need to go back and watch that. Yeah. I don't remember hardly anything from it. Yeah. Yeah. Death is, 
a significant well yeah he's a significant player in the in the third one here too sure yeah george carlin in it no like a digital george carlin so yes yes (laughs) thank you they did they did do the holograph or like hologram george carlin and really it was a nice touch although they made his daughter that like one comedian actress who's like the bunny eared person voice from like bob's burgers and oh yeah which she's i mean i'd rather not see her in things so it was kind of sad that she was <laughs> the offspring of george carlin but yeah it is what it is yeah yep huh. yeah i don't foresee myself going into a theater anytime soon so no yeah because what do they say like an hour and then like you're kind of screwed and they're recirculating air and i just don't need to do with that yeah i went to the flea market for the first time all summer over the weekend there were just way like hundreds maybe thousands of people at the flea market and i basically like bolted in and bolted out and i'm like f this like not doing it it's stupid there's like a they have a beer uh they have a beer stand now at our flea market and literally oh. the line was like 70 people long and everyone's like a foot and a half off of each other <laughs> nobody's wearing a mask like you, you people are idiots. Uh, so I, uh, I was in and out. I, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. My anxiety got the best of me. I don't care if it's outside. Some of it's not outside, and I was wearing my mask for all the parts that were not outside, and did not like it. Yeah. About one game, I bought. <laughs> I might already own it. I bought Grand Slam Golf by Atlas on the NES, which I don't think I have, but I probably do. That's kind of a hard to find one. It's yeah, it's considered very uncommon if you ask a certain NES collector's oh. app, but I'm I believe I probably have it, but I wasn't sure. It was the only one I thought for the price I would pick up because there were a couple others too, but they're like eighty bucks. And I'm like, I might have these. Yeah. And do it. Oh. It wasn't much for games. That the flea market has turned into like mini donuts, artisan fucking pickles and shit. I hate it. Hate it. Yeah, well, there's no games anywhere. Uh, no. Sad to report, one of our favorite places has been completely picked over to. Oh. I can't, when you told me this, I felt bad. I know. It's, uh, we always make a trip. They have a half-off sale early in January. January, yeah. Early February, somewhere around there. It, you know, leading up to this, this is when they should have some of their best stock, you would think, because... Summer's in, they're getting rid of stuff. I don't know. Right before the holidays where they get a lot of stuff bought. And yeah, there was there was nothing. Like not even like Mar just regular Mario stuff. Just nothing. Just like the Genesis was almost a hundred percent sports games. Yeah, and do you think it's cause like this like just surge of COVID gamers and collectors and I'm sure, demand? yeah. You know, there's people that want to buy stuff and play it, but there's less people that are selling it. I don't know. Well, and they probably, at least for a period of time, stopped taking trade-ins, I would imagine, like most places did. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Did you find anything on that trip? Like any honey holes in any of these towns you went through? No, that was pretty much the only place that I went. The rest of it was just all rest of family stuff, which... Gotta ask you, have you ever been to Storybook Land? No, I keep being okay. told that this, it's this amazing wonderland for children and I should totally see it, but is that true? Yeah, it's I mean it's it's free, it's a cheap day. And it's uh 
It's, it's all right. The only thing is maybe uh, have your kids be aware of what Wizard of Oz is because half the park is Wizard of Oz shit. So, like, <laughs> it's not the event it was when we were children. No, it's like my kids have never seen it. And right. uh, then trying to explain to them what it is like and then half ass not remembering it. And yeah, it's. Do you think you could get a kid to sit through Wizard of Oz? Like when we were kids, I feel like it was a big deal because it was on like once a year. Yep. Once a year, you got to see Wizard of Oz, and everyone, the whole family, was in the living room. Yeah, but that's been like many, like couple decades since that's happened. Yep, I don't they think they probably kids... don't even get to the color part. No, anymore. they don't have the attention span anymore, man. Yep. It's instant gratification with freaking iPads and whatever. Yeah, so the whole thing's free, really. Yeah, the, you have to pay for the rides. But... Okay, a lot of people there. Yeah. It, when you get there early, there was like nobody there, but by the end of the day, that thing is like, it's like the Portlandia of put a bird on it. It's like, instead of that, it's just like, put a slide in it. <laughs> we can pick all that. But yeah. It's pretty much just like everything that, I don't know, Tin Man, make it a slide, you know? So what made shoe, you make it a slide? <laughs> what made you choose like middle of nowhere, South Dakota as your destination uh, for this family just, trip? Basically, we had a weekend, and that's... Sure. Long weekend. It had happened. Yeah. And then you got to touch on Nate's home turf, too, and eat some amazing <laughs> burgers. <laughs> yeah. We were heading through there, just wanted to get some ice cream, and yeah, there's, there ain't nothing a, in that there's town. There's a gas station. They might have frozen things. Yeah. You can get some minnows while you're at it. It's been a long time since I've been <clears throat> through there, but... Yeah, it's it's pretty much just a bobcat place. Oh yeah, factory, yep. and that's it. Pretty much, yeah. So I suppose you came up north through Aberdeen, and then hit that, and then I cut through yep. Wap and back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sad stretch of road. Mm. Yeah, not much. No, it's not great. We didn't do uh, we didn't do a whole lot on Labor Day weekend. We went up to my sister in law's lake place, but like for those of you who don't live in the Midwest, like, I don't know what happened. Usually we have decent weather through like mid September, but this Labor Day weekend, we dropped from like eighties, uh, during the day, like high eighties and like, I don't know, maybe like high sixties at night. And then all of a sudden it's, you're lucky if you're hitting 60 during the day and it was getting to like five degrees above freezing at night, which was insane. So basically at that point, like the lakes instantly chill off. So there was no swimming. We tried fishing, but I think fishing was a little wonky too because that was Fish a huge. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's a huge temperature shift, right? They're not sure if they should be up like off the ridge lines or you know it just did not work. It was kind of miserable, and you know the bugs are still bad because they haven't completely froze off yet. So fires were a pain. I did. Uh, we were like thirty minutes from where uh, Justin, uh, former podcaster, we can run until a podcast lives. So I was like, well, screw this. I didn't. We didn't get together for MGC this year, so I drove up and like just stood in his driveway and we just bullshitted for like 90 minutes, which was nice. But other than that, it was kind of an uneventful weekend. Yeah. yeah. Not a whole lot to do. Yeah, I, it's I, been, it's, it's weird. Yeah, I was not prepared for like a 40 degree swing in the matter of three days. That is not, I guess that's the joys of living in the upper Midwest, right? You never know. It could be shorts weather one day and snowing the next. Mm, so. Mm-hmm. And for some people, snowing is shorts weather, so it just depends, I guess. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I guess we're supposed to have an uptick. Like, next week's supposed to be back in, like, the 80s and stuff. Okay. So 
might get a little tail end of summer, but otherwise I'm worried we're going to have snow here in three more weeks. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you happen to see, obviously this is, this news has been out there a little while, but you know, Battletoads got a reboot on Xbox from rare, but I am a bit decided they were going to re-release the cartridge for the well. NES. It's data east, so why not, right? Right. So they're doing the the cartridge, and it's like three different colored shells, and they're charging a hundred dollars. <laughs> so just to put this in perspective, <laughs> on a good day, well, I I don't know COVID prices, but on a good day, you'd be lucky to sell a Battletoads like loose card for thirty five bucks. So I don't know what the hell they think they're doing, selling selling this for a hundred dollars. I mean, they're obviously trying to cash in on the hype. Of right. this re-release, but the the two day hype there was of that game, right? Then everyone like, did you have you played it? Yeah, I my son played it for a while, and sure. then it got to the parts that got a little bit more repetitive. I mean, it's definitely got some decent writing in there and some good jokes, but other than that, it's yeah, yeah. Well, I know Nate played through it and liked it, but like I watched a live stream of it, and then when I saw them get to the speeder bike version, I'm like. You're just doubling down on the shittiest part of those games for the sake of nostalgia. Like you I don't... gotta have something in there though. That's what people expect, I think. It was like a twenty minute segment though. I yeah, swear. it's way too like, long. So I was just like, screw this. Like I don't need to. I don't need to dust that off. I, I like to your point. I did appreciate the aesthetic and like the animation and you know the dialogue, but I don't know that it's gonna have a lasting impression on anyone. And I mean, I'll say it again. Like. <sighs> Battletoads is a very nostalgic game on the NES. Battletoads is not a quote-unquote good game on the NES. It has good graphics, tries a lot of interesting ideas to varying degrees of success, but ultimately, you have to just look back and realize why you liked Battletoads, and that is for the exact reason the marketing department liked Battletoads, because you loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and this just piggybacked on that. So mm-hmm. let's not give it more credit than it deserves. Like, I'm sorry. It it doesn't. Yeah. I, I That's where I think the remake did do some things right, where they were basically, they think they're badass, you know, superheroes, and everybody else is like, who the hell are you people? <laughs> They've forgotten <laughs> about them? I like that. That's smart. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see, like, you know, and there is, there is nostalgia for Battletoads, but it's not, I never looked back on it, like, with reverence as far as, like, an enjoyable experience, but I was still the kid renting it and still loved the characters. But again, I loved them because I like TMNT, and this was, like, the B-Squad, right? Yeah. You know? It's like hitting up the strip club at noon instead of 9 (laughs) p.m. You deal with it. It's still exciting, right? Well. Yeah. Wow, I was sorry. It was bad. It, Battletoads is pretty much dead, I would think. After this, like, well, and wasn't there supposed to be a a PS2 era Battletoads that got canned, like Oof. 3D, and <laughs> or am I wrong on that? It could be, but that would be rough. Yeah, I don't know. So, what else you been playing? If you haven't been playing Battletoads, well, another Game Pass game. Called a uh, Spirit Fair, which is it's basically Harvest Moon on a boat. Um, how do but, you farm on a boat? 
you, you build you build uh, fields on the boat. You have build houses for the people on the boat, and then you, Where do take you get care the of their dirt jobs. on the boat. I you know I don't know all the answers here, but it's <laughs> it's in the land of the dead or something. Oh. I don't know. You're carrying dead people around to heaven. I don't know. What? But it's kind of what it is. I don't know. They're animals, but they so are you, you playing as death? Like you're the the kind player? of yeah yeah you're the you're, you're kind of the guy so do you just like constantly pick up like random people who like trade with you and like have conversations and yeah you build them a house and like they do some things on your ship for a while and then eventually after a they while they're like take me to heaven <laughs> then you just throw them overboard or what yeah take See, them that's, to that's cool yeah I, I you know the best part is though really that like it's two-player local okay so it's like split screen my... or is it like no all, all in one, one. Okay. Which gets really crazy because you upgrade your boat to like gigantic Huge size portions. So, yeah, <laughs> so that's if, what I was gonna say. That only works well if you're all on the same screen. But then, yeah. So eventually, you're fighting with your your cohort, or in your case, your spouse. I'm assuming about yeah where you're going in the boat. Yeah, you see the entire boat, and you can't hardly see where you're at if you uh, spread. Oh, out it does zoom too much. Okay. Yeah, it, it zooms out. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, it's uh, my wife has been absolutely addicted to it every single night it's like turns she's turning the xbox on They're like let's play this it's kind nice. of crazy it's kind of fun to get one of those games though where you yep. both get into it and you're not getting yelled at for how terrible you are yet uh <laughs> did i is I, it fresh it's, it's not so much that i'm not t i'm terrible at something it's just i'm not my priorities aren't the same priorities as hers sometimes uh, so yeah but such is life right luckily that doesn't happen in marriages ever so you're not <laughs> yeah. used to that yeah huh well that's cool though i'm that sounds interesting what uh what graphical style is it is it like a retro style or it's like uh hand-drawn it's the animation in it is insane the amount okay. of animation that's basically a cartoon almost how how detailed are the systems like is this something that like a grade school kid could walk into oh, too yeah. or okay yeah for sure there's a there's a, like a minor amount of swearing some of the I characters mean, swear a little bit, but other than that, it's, yeah, it's. Well, that's all right. I tell my kid he's a fucking piece of shit every day. <laughs> I don't. I don't, everybody. It was a joke. It was a parent yeah. joke. Yeah. Uh, yep. But no, that's, I bet my son would like that. Yeah. Actually, we've been, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but that Death Road to Canada, I ordered a physical version. It was only available on the Switch yet, or the PS4 yet, and got that in, and my son and I, he's. He just started first grade. Um, he loves it. You know, he can't read the text, so I'm reading the options to him and, um, you know, where we're going, like if we're going to Yalmart or if we're just going to keep driving. Or, <laughs> uh, and he loves it. Like, so we've been having a blast and we built, so like, it's more fun if you build your own characters. So we built characters after ourselves and then we're like trying to build up their stats with the points we're earning on each run and still no successful run to Canada. We did find uh i was telling andy i was annoyed i found we found garfield on the side of the he's not garfield but he's clearly garfield we found him on the side of the road tonight and as you all know i i despise garfield but he was in our party and he like the line of dialogue right before i came on the podcast because we had to turn it off for the night was garfield mumbles something about hating and then it sounds like what might have been mondays is like damn it it is garfield it sucks so it's it's funny like the pop culture references they make in that in that game and yeah just the humor's humor's great the games 
the the basic like zombie slaying gameplay is decent enough too but it's just kind of like when you get a good roll on something it's really really fun so, yep yeah and then i got my son murdered because we were at yalmart working with a trader and the trader had a chainsaw and she wanted you could leave you could buy the, you could trade for this thing you could trade for that thing or you could tell her to calm down and my son had to tell her to calm down my son's character so i was like let's do that option and then she she chainsawed my son to death so that's, <laughs> that's what happened i was stuck with garfield after that and like luckily uh, when your character dies in that game you just move on to the next character so you lose your items and your your plus stats but it's still still game on as long as you can keep somebody alive yep but your son was Gar- Garfield. How'd that right. make you feel? Uh, not good. And I know that I'm going to have to go back into that game and continue <laughs> it through that run. And you know what? Just despite me, we're going to Garfield, despite me, we're going to probably get to Canada on this run. And I'm just going to have to admit that Garfield maybe doesn't suck as bad as I thought. Yeah. Well, Garfield, he probably has a felony. He can't get into Canada. That's fine. <laughs> Does it matter in the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. I love playing a game like that too. Like in these times, it's like, yeah, this is basically like COVID the game, like COVID the roguelike. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of what I'm doing. So yeah, that's been good. Nothing new other than that though. Some more Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is once I got in there and I, ch- I changed the movesets to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, I know I was a little iffy on the controls. It was, it was the controls and it was me. Um, so once I set it to where like I was comfortable with, um, I kind of left off really liking that series at two and yeah. <clears throat> feels great good game so yep. i will be playing much much more of that um i just get irritated that i have it on the ps4 so my controller dies like you know every five minutes because <laughs> can't get a ps4 controller to hold a charge with a damn but yeah 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 i'm looking forward to that one too i just with the trip we had and then coming home and having this other game where it's just taken up any moment that i have that yeah, It'd be tough to be like not tonight, honey. <laughs> Playing Tony Hawk. Plus, kids are back to school. I loved the the Facebook post your wife did with like the only in twenty twenty with the kids back to school pictures, like one without the mask, one with the mask. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yep, it is twenty twenty, isn't it's it? It's pretty much how it is. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, uh, I've been super pleased with our school because you know they're doing the. I don't know how it is for you guys if you're split like we are, but we're remote X amount of days and we're in class X amount of days, and our kids oh. kind of. So they do two days in class and then three days at home, three days in class, two days at home. So they started last week. We started a little bit before you guys. And um, I've been super impressed that uh, the teachers have sent nothing home uh, for my children who have been at home, supposedly learning remotely, no assignments, no guidance. Um, Thank you, public education system. My kids will be uh, working at Quick Stop. Uh, the remainder of their lives because they will not know how to tie their shoes or read. But, and people, you know, what irritates me is you go on the internet and like, it's always the people who don't have kids, you know, that are making these comments like, well, you people decided to have kids and what now you can't spend time with them. It's like, no, I decided to have children and also provide for them. So <laughs> I need to choose between feeding and clothing them or educating them. And then also, sir, I am not a teacher. I did not go to school to be a teacher. Maybe I am not best <laughs> equipped to teach my child the fundamentals. I will aid them in any way that I can, but this is not a fair comparison. I just, I get so mad with all the freaking comments out there. Yeah. 
So I have a really strong feeling that, it, you know, if this continues, obviously it's going to have to be kind of like it was last spring where, you know, mm-hmm. you work all day and then we're spending three hours a night until the kids go to bed trying to get them to learn something because yep. I don't know, like maybe understanding what the color blue is, is important. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, just say you're colorblind. It's fine. That's true. But then they can't be fire pilots. And that's well. what I really want. <laughs> so uh, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I'm chalking it up to that was the first week. They're figuring it out. And this is a short week. So next week they're going to have their shit together. But if they don't have their shit together by next week, I don't know what I'm going to do. Cause I'm genuinely afraid for my children's education. Yeah. That's yeah. They got to have something, some sort of plan in place. I would imagine, but I would hope I'm going to, we're, we're still full time. See, I there. wish we had full time. Do they have to wear masks the full day? Uh, I don't know what the rules are. There's there's some certain rules, but most of the pictures that I saw there, she wasn't wearing her mask. So they must have, you know, they their their desks are really spaced apart too, and sure stuff like that. But I know it's like it's based off like a certain percentage of positive rate in the county. Okay. Because if if it goes above that, then we go down to we go to the hybrid thing like you guys have. Yeah. And then it gets if it's over like twenty percent, then it's full remote, and yeah. I guarantee we're at like nine percent, so I guarantee you pretty soon it'll be hybrid. Too high. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Is like they announced after they because they offered hybrid to everyone, and they offered full at home to everyone. But then they said, starting October first, all high school and middle school kids will be a hundred percent home virtual because they were going to use those class spaces to do like booster learning for all the younger kids who need to pick up on those fundamentals. And they were going to like have like separate like pockets and like intensive groups, right? Like, great. My children need this. And then they announced this week. They're like, oh, guess what? We're not doing that. They can stay. Uh, they can, <laughs> so now like they're scrambling to find places to educate the smaller children again. Oh, and, no. I mean, which that is a great decision to not be stupid about it for the high school and middle school kids. But now it's like, what are we doing with, with these little kids? Like, I honestly, like, I'm really worried my kids are going to get to like fifth and sixth grade. and like. It's going to be bad because they, they missed out on like the basics. Yeah. It's kind of a lost year for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. It's an interesting time to be a parent. It's an even more interesting time to be a kid. You know, and mm-hmm. I guess like overall, I'm less concerned. Well, I'm concerned about what my kids are learning. We're trying. But like, I'm just less. I'm more concerned about, you know, it's already so much different being a kid in 2020 before COVID. Like life is so much different. You're in a smaller community, so maybe for you it's a little more like on brand, but like to what we had, but I don't know. Like kids are just missing out. Like you need to be around kids. You need to be doing dumb stuff. Yeah. You need to be able to get on your BMX bike and like make poor decisions, maybe jump a (laughs) ramp into the street. You know, it's (laughs) kids don't have that. I don't get it. Make sure you wear a mask before you jump. Yeah, maybe street. don't, maybe kids, if you're listening, don't, don't jump your BMX bike into the street. So, but yeah, we did. Oh yeah. Worked out great for me. <laughs> Almost only got hit by a car like twice. It was fine. Yeah. Yep. We uh, scored really big at a bike rodeo because we found uh, a very, uh, not many people knew about it. Well, back up. What's a what's a bike rodeo? Is it's this... basically like a community bike giveaway. 
Oh, so it's not like a rodeo performed only on bikes. Okay. Yeah. No, that's. I'm less excited about this now. Please, that would be way better. Yes. No. (laughs) No, this is pretty much just like a bike giveaway, and uh, we were informed that there was not many people that were aware of it. Okay. So we put it in, put our kids' names in, and yeah, we won two bikes. So nice. Not bad. Sweet. Like new bikes or like hand-me-down bikes? No, brand new bikes. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 Now are they bombing the hill in front of the house? <laughs> yeah, not yet, but <laughs> I'm sure they'll learn. You can help build that ramp, right? Jump across yeah, the highway? Right at, yeah. Yeah, then they're, yeah, as long as they don't land on the highway, it's fine. Right. If you clear it, safe. Yep. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's exciting. Right at end of summer, you know? Yeah. Time to put, put, time to put these brand new bikes away. <laughs> ride them for three weeks, then forget that you have them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. That's pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they need to work on their whole, like, uh, marketing campaign for this bike rodeo. Being yeah. you heard of it. Yeah. Or not, and then you guys can keep your names in there for next year. Just don't, yeah, just I'd have a secret, like, bike supplier pretty much at that point. <laughs> you're, like, hocking them on eBay, but, like, after you've scratched <laughs> off it, like, I'm going to get this Huffy off of here. You're, like, black yeah. permanent marker. <laughs> uh, does Huffy still make bikes? Is that still a thing these days? Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Have you ever done a cakewalk before? Yeah, I okay. have. I used to be a master at that, like, finding the odds of what the winner of a cakewalk is and putting my money in the right time. Won lots of cakes in my time. See, and I was always the son of a bitch who never won a cakewalk. Like, so I always hated them. I'm like, screw that. I'm never playing them. <laughs> Gonna win. I didn't know how to game the system like you. Yeah. I I was the kid that walked away with gigantic cake. Were you a large child? Uh, husky. I think they called it. <laughs> <laughs> People were so much more friendly in the nineties. Uh, it was a, it was a lot more cake than walk. <laughs> uh, that's the secret strategy, folks. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I bet what a weird walk, concept! I bet cakewalks don't come back after twenty twenty. I'm just no. saying <laughs> they were already like questionable prior to COVID. Uh, I bet that is done socially. Yeah, from this point forward. I wonder if that's just a Midwest thing or not. That's such a weird, weird thing. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? I feel like it started out in like churches, though, right? Like yeah. it was always like church events, and then like it's kind of spread to like other gatherings. Like I remember it being a few places, but yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like what do we do with fifty cakes? Got to come up with something. You walk them. That's what. Yep. Yep. It's basically musical chairs. I mean, let's not kid ourselves, right? It's musical <laughs> chairs with cake. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... A little of, less violent. Right. Yeah, there's no shoving. You just, yeah. You're in the right spot or you're not... It's like musical chairs with bingo plus cake. Mm-hmm. We're there. It's a great concept. You know, that makes me think of, like, other, like, terrible, like, basement church games. Like, remember that... You ever do the one where it was, like, uh, the the stick with the string on it that was supposed to be the fishing pole and it had, like, a paper clip? Mm-hmm. Or like a, not a paperclip, but you know, the, what do they call them? Clothespin. And then you throw yep. it over a sheet and like some guy would peek out and see if you're a boy or a girl and like, 
And they just put something on there. Stick some on the end, like, whoa, I'm fishing. <laughs> Nobody's seen that game in 20 years. Yep. Oh, we uh, did it last year. Really? Yeah, we got a old stuffed animal that smells really bad. <laughs> threw it away. Win. <laughs> yeah, and there's some of the other classics, like the the mason jar with the the chair above it, and then you just like kneel over it and try and drop like the clothespin in the mason mm, jar. Yep. I I have a so I have this really strong memory of a birthday party from about first grade, where I was at somebody's home, and the mother set that game up for all the kids to play and win prizes. You know how, like, normally how those things go, like, you just give everybody a prize anyway. And then, like, there's the one, like, spazzy kid who I'm pretty sure these days would you, like, he'd be, like, ADHD or autistic or on the spectrum. And uh, he clearly gave no craps and thought he was getting a prize anyway. So he just kind of, like, threw all the things. She's like, no, you didn't get one in there. You didn't win. You can't have it. And, like, just denied the kid the prize. <laughs> like, this 50 cent, like, piece of crap prize. Like, he went in the corner and bawled for the rest of this party. It was, it was brutal. Wow. Still, still remember it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I kept my prize. It wasn't yeah. even mine. I mean, I legit no. won. But... Well, you did it right. I guess. I have nerves of steel. <laughs> Ooh, wonderful games. <laughs> I love these. Where, where yeah, what did this? bike raffle? Was that where we got to? <laughs> bike bike raffle, cakewalk. Church basement games. Yep, that's the circle yep. of life right there. <clears throat> Might be time to end the podcast, I think. Something tells me Nate's not going to make it. No. Unless I'm you have anything else in. to add. I don't think so. Plumbers. You have plumbers. Oh. Plumbers. Yeah, have you have you ever seen plumbers? Don't wear neckties like... Oh, the, the, the 3DO game? Yes. So you played through this, right? How was yeah. it? It, I, I don't know if that was playing. Like, I'm pretty sure the whole game is maybe seven button presses, maybe. It's. So it's more choose your own adventure than anything? Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really bad. I can't believe that they put that out. Do you get to see like softcore porn at the end of it, like for all your hard work? No, it's it's all censored. Oh. So like, yeah, at the beginning, uh, there's it shows these two people that uh, a guy and a girl, and uh, there you see their whole morning routine and showering, and yeah, there's none of that. They just censor everything on it, so. It's like you're not getting that, which I thought was the whole point of that game in the first place. But right, yeah, I thought it was like the adult content appeal, yeah, like the skis appeal. No, there's none of that. Um, it's just some terrible writing, and it's it's like all stop motion, or it's just pictures. It's not actual video. So, how long does like the longest playthrough take on that? Uh, I think I spent a half hour with it. And you went through like multiple scenarios. I. Uh, I went through three, I think. Okay. Yeah. Before I found the one that got you pretty much to the end, I think. And it was, yeah, it's, it's amazing that they sold that for, I think it was 60 bucks. And Yikes. it's, it's, it's basically a PowerPoint presentation. Like it's. Well, that opening like cut or like title screen is just like. Oh yeah. Clip art 95. I mean. Yeah. That's bad. 
there's some stuff in there that <laughs> at one point there's like a narrator that joins in halfway through the story and then a different girl comes in and like beats up the narrator and takes over the narrator spot and then she starts talking about how this is such a sexist game and really? women re- women need to really you know better themselves or whatever and then the old narrator comes back and shoots her <laughs> because what? of those stuff <laughs> oh boy yeah that like it's some lie. stuff like yeah i don't know if you could do that anymore and then yeah just straight up murdered for being a feminist and uh yeah that's kind of where that game is there's one spot in there where they do like a outtake like the guy messes up the words and they just leave it in like the do whole crew's laugh laughing yeah. Oh, okay. But it's just like take it from the top, and it's just like, <laughs> what the wow. hell? And what does that game go for these days? I sold it for one hundred fifteen dollars. Holy crap! <laughs> I think you picked it up at for like what sixty? Yeah, back at the, like I mean, that. many years ago now, but yeah, because I was still in like the old MGC in the tent. I remember because I yeah. think you got that one, and then I bought a PAL game off that guy, and I was all excited about it, and then. Three stops later, I was talking to somebody like, "Oh yeah, that's a pal game." I'm like, son of a bitch, <laughs> can't play this at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. At least you have got to like experience it finally, though. Yeah, Not I, I always wanted to, but I just never spent the time on it. But yeah, that's awesome. Should have done a played to order. Yeah, it's that would have been bad. I you could actually, because YouTube has those, right? Like you click the buttons for different things. So like you could set that up to just <laughs> build the game on a YouTube video. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Would you want to and would people want it, though? Yeah. That's, that's the big question. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. People yeah. are paying a lot of money for it, though. It's crazy. I don't know why. Uh, the nerd probably helped with that substantially. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he did this, right? <clears throat> yeah, he did it like way back in the day, like original, like three series. Like he was early on. So, yeah. Kind of got its reputation from there. Yeah. Like a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, do we wrap it up? Yeah. You got this? I think so. Uh, if you want to follow us, send any emails to us, follow, uh, it's weekend rental podcast at gmail.com. Please send us some messages. Uh, all of our podcasts are also available on geekade.com as well as a lot of other geeky related material. And, uh, I think that's all we got. So be kind, rewind. Limited. It's game time. Bro stars. <laughs>